Welcome to the Build with Brabeck podcast, where we dig deep into real, raw, and honest conversations with people that are making moves, making change, and making their own version of their very best life. And teaching you how to build the same. Covering all things health, wellness, anti-diet culture, body positivity, and so much more, here's your host, Amanda Brabeck. Hello, 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 my beautiful souls of the world. Welcome back to the Build a Brave Back podcast. It's Amanda. As always, I hope that you are having an absolutely spectacular Thursday, a spectacular week. Um, highs and lows, we are jumping right the hell in. Hi, I was in Florida on vacation with my best friends all weekend. It was an all expense paid trip because it was an incentive trip that she won and I was her guest of honor just riding those motherfucking coattails till the cows come home um and it was amazing amazing I feel rejuvenated I feel refreshed being around so many because obviously it was like the top earners of her company being around so many just like driven hardworking people I'm feeling more refreshed to come back and also grind it the hell out. Um, and then my low is just literally that I'm not on vacation anymore. <laughs> literally high vacation, low is no more vacation. Um, so I definitely need to like be planning some trips for the future. Um, so today I'm going to kind of just try to jump right in because I feel like I want to keep these solo episodes as more just like snackable little bits, but I always just talk and talk and talk instead of uh, keeping it concise. So today we're talking about healing your relationship with certain foods. Um, Trigger foods, you might call them scary foods. Because when talking about intuitive eating, so many people are under the impression that either because of their lack of willpower or just the way that we're wired, whatever. Oh, if I did intuitive eating, I would just eat junk food 24-7. Because if you're just eating what you want, that's what I want. Sure. That might happen. However, if you really go through the intuitive eating process um, that they lay out in their book and their workbooks, you'll find that you're much more intentional in kind of healing those triggers, especially if you're prone to overeating or binging or being like super obsessive. So that's basically what we're going to talk about today. Um, Kind of showing you why that misconception typically is not the case and um, tools that you can use at home, whether or not you really want to practice intuitive eating, but if you just want to try to improve your relationship with food and feel more in control, um, this episode is for you. So keep on listening. Um, and before we jump totally right in, since I literally said no other words, um, if you love the podcast, you listen to it all the time. If it's your first time and you enjoy it, please, please, please either pause right now and come right back or do it at the end of the podcast. 
leave me a review, please. Write some words. Tell me how you feel. Tell me what you don't like too. I mean, maybe do that in an email. But um, the reviews make my day. They help other people find the podcast too. So just super helpful in spreading the word and help with like the legitimacy of the podcast as people stumble upon it. So always so appreciated, seriously. And if you're not already following Build with Brayback podcast on Instagram, what are you waiting for? Come on. Um, okay, so let's do it. So this is all about making your food choices just emotionally neutral, equal, kind of taking away the shame and judgment. Because let me just reiterate it, and I will say it a million times over. You are not a good or bad person based on what you eat. Society, fitness culture, diet culture will make you feel like you are on morally higher ground if you're making quote unquote healthy decisions. And our own egos will make us feel like we are a shit person if we aren't sticking to a diet 100% or you're not making those choices all the time that are just geared towards your health. And that's simply not true. It has nothing to do with your willpower, nothing to do with your morals and your values and your character. We have to start separating those two things. Um, and let me tell you, all of the people that are not separating those two things, that are just perpetuating that message that they are better because they are making choices solely for their health, um, at least in their eyes, that's what it is. Um, they're fat phobic and they're assholes. So goodbye. I'm so well-spoken. I should really do a TED Talk. Um but really by doing that, you're starting to eliminate that now or never kind of eating because when you take the emotions out of it and those labels of good and bad, you're kind of taking that trigger away of being like, well, I'm eating it now and then I'm going to be good or I'm going to do this now and I'm going to make up for it tomorrow. So then you like eat, 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 eat because it's like last supper kind of thing. Whereas if you totally take that away... If there's a time where like, you know what, I'm getting my afternoon coffee and this cookie in the little pastry case looks so divine. So you get it. Maybe you're full like halfway in. You're like, I'm going to save this for later or whatever it is like, or you'll just eat the cookie. You're comfortably full and then you don't feel like you need sweets for a few days or the rest of the day or whatever. Um, it's just kind of taking that like urgency away from it. So there are like so many triggers, if you will, to overeating, binging, that urgency of I am going to eat this forbidden food. Um, one is that, you know, you think that you have blown your diet. So, I mean, I had done that before when I was doing those like 10 day cleanses. If I was day 
four and I cheated on like one single thing, I'd be like, oh, well, I already cheated, so I might as well. And then just like go absolutely ham in the other direction. And I know that's so counterintuitive, but it is what so many of us do. Like you just, well, it's all over now. Um, Same thing if like you perceive that you violate one of your food rules. Um, The anticipation of starting a diet or anticipation of that food restriction can be a huge trigger. So again, we've all been there the weekend before your diet, like I'm starting my diet Monday, starting this cleanse on Monday. So I remember Sunday, I would be like, I'm getting a donut for breakfast. I am going to eat a burger. I'm going to eat pizza. I'm going to get ice cream for dessert. Like I am going to make myself ill and then I won't want this food anymore and I'll be able to make it the 10 days. And like you end up feeling so physically sick. And I don't remember the diet being any easier because of that, you know, um, just like a weird psychology thing. And then just the fact of things seeming like a forbidden fruit, you know, it's off limits. So you want it more. It's all you can think about. But it becomes that endless cycle, right? You see that forbidden food. You break your restraint or your willpower, if you will. Um, so then you binge on that food. You feel guilty. You feel like you're out of control. You don't have any willpower. I'm a horrible person. My eating must be contained. We got to get this under control. We go on a crazy diet. And then we do it all again. So let me give you this example, because I think this is one of the most relatable examples. How many times have you been, you know, being, being, I'm being good right now. I'm on a diet, whatever it is, you're restricting and you really want, let's say you want a cookie to bring it back to that example for dessert in the evening. But instead of eating the cookie, you decide like, uh, okay, I'm just gonna eat some of this fruit because it'll fill my sweet tooth. So you eat some of the fruit. It's not working. Okay. I'm going to like eat some nuts because maybe I need something crunchy to distract me. Okay. That's still not working. I'm going to eat this applesauce because it's sweet. I'm going to heat up a quest bar, whatever it is. You end up eating so much more. You're just going round, 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 round. And then by the end of that cycle, you're still left so unsatisfied because you didn't just have the thing that you wanted in the first place. So either you're unsatisfied and you're upset or you end up eating the sweets anyway and you're even more upset when you could have just had that in the first place and moved on with your life, right? How many of us have done that? I know I have many times in my life. And I think it's just also really pertinent to say, and again, I'll say it a million times over, diets increase the stress response within your body, within your brain, within your body. So it triggers your body to make more cortisol. You know what's going to cause you to gain more weight? Not that it's all about weight gain, but if that's what we're talking about here, cortisol is going to be so much worse for your mind, your body, your soul, your gut health, 
your weight, all of it, than just eating the damn cookie. We all have too much cortisol as it is. Our lives are freaking stressful. We're on social media. We're comparing ourselves. We have imposter syndrome. The world is literally either going to explode because of World War III or it's going to just like melt. We have enough to worry about. Okay, so let's talk about the the how, right? So some of the common fears when starting to like allow yourself to eat these like feared foods, trigger foods, bad foods, whatever it is, are that like I won't stop. I've tried it before. It didn't work. I am addicted. How many times have we heard that? I'm addicted to sugar. Sugar is so addicting. I'm literally addicted. Um, I don't trust myself around it. I don't have enough willpower. People around me will criticize me for making these food choices. I don't deserve to eat these foods until I'm X number of pounds. I'm X pant size. I need to lose weight first. Um, And all of those are super common. We have all felt those things from one time or the other. But remember, we want to do take these steps so we're able just to have that nice neutral relationship without putting so much emotion and feeling into it. How much emotion does all of that have? I'm not good enough is what you're saying. I don't deserve to have this because I weigh too much because I'm a bad person. I don't have willpower, blah, blah, blah. So basically in order to make um, peace with these different foods, you almost want to do exposure therapy. Um, Now that sounds like an intense thing when it comes to food, but you're basically showing yourself that the danger can be removed from these triggering things. Um, And I think a lot of times people, I I do it too. When I do something, I just want to like jump head on. I don't want to like wait around and learn everything. I just want to like start doing it. I'm a little impulsive, you might say. Um, But this is meant to be done super slowly. Honestly, one little thing at a time, one baby step a day. Um, it's, It's just not a race, okay? It is a marathon. It is not a sprint. We are going to move at a comfortable pace. So you will want to, sorry, lost my train of thought. You'll want to be so specific with your exposure. So like I said, we're doing one little thing at a time. So instead of just saying cookies in general, you pick that specific cookie that you obsess over. Say ice cream. Okay, I'm doing Moose Jack's ice cream first. Flavor at a time, item at a time. Super, super specific. And then in order to kind of cultivate this good experience, and you might have some bad experiences. You might totally go ham and feel bad about it, and then we're, okay, that's information. We're trying again the next day, the next week, whatever. Um, Like, there are no rules to this, you know? This is an individual experience. These are just tips. You can't fail at this. You can't be bad at it. We're just working. So I would also suggest choosing a time when you're not super hungry, when you can anticipate that 
you won't be driven by that like starvation mode. Um, find more of like a calming environment, minimal distractions. I would advise not in front of a screen, somewhere where you can really check in with yourself, which is honestly the final tip. So checking in with yourself before you start tasting that food. How do you feel? What are you thinking? Checking in during, maybe halfway through. How is the taste? How is the texture? Is this meeting your expectations? Is this helping your craving? Because so many times when you do this, you'll come to find out a lot of these foods that you were like obsessing over because they were so off limits. When you really slow down and you give yourself the permission to take the emotion out of it, you might not even really like some of these foods. That definitely happened to me especially like diety foods, I had really convinced myself that I loved so many of these foods. And once I allowed myself to kind of open up my options, they tasted disgusting to me. So really focus on the during. And then after, are you surprised by maybe you don't like the food anymore? Did it meet your expectations? How is your craving level? Is that gone? How would you do anything differently? Maybe you ate more than you wished. Maybe you were still feeling emotional. Maybe you were still kind of like letting that shame jump in. Just be honest with yourself. Maybe journal about it. And then it's only going to give you more information as you continue to make peace with these certain foods. And honestly, it sounds daunting to say like, you're going to do it one little specific thing at a time. Like that's going to take forever. But you might find that after having multiple of those experiences of eating the different like off-limit foods and finding that you like them, that you didn't like them, that you were very much in control, um, you'll start to notice a shift in your mindset and you truly will start to know that you can eat whatever you want. And then you won't really have to go through doing it with every single one. So also keep reflecting back on where your mindset is, how you're doing. Um, yeah, that's that. Okay. I'm proud of myself. I kept it to under 20 minutes. So if that resonated with you at all, if you have any follow-up questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can DM me at Amanda Brayback or at Build with Brayback podcast. I'm on both of those. So DM me, let me know what you thought. If you have any follow-ups, if you try this, um, I want, I would love to hear about your experiences. And if you feel like you want to dig deeper into this, into the same kind of stuff when it comes to body image, when it comes to exercise and really digging into that mindset, please, please, please fill out the inquiry form in the show notes. I'm going to link it. Um, and consider joining the May round of build your best body image. Okay. Cause we're going to go over all this stuff and more eight weeks of work. And I think it's the perfect little jump off into the summer. You know, we've spent, I'm sure years and years and years, so many summers, just wasting time, worrying about our bodies, stressing about dieting to get that summer body this is a great way to shift that mindset and just for once go into it feeling positive and just feeling free. And like, what would that be like? How much would that change for you? Um, so yeah, 
if you're interested, fill out that form, let me know, and I will see you next Thursday. Peace and blessings. Thank you for listening to the Build with Brayback podcast. Stay connected on Instagram at Build with Brayback and our website, www.buildwithbrayback.com. Show a little love by rating and reviewing, sharing with your friends, and of course, subscribing so you don't ever miss an episode. Until next week, keep on building.